Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. This is Oscar Hammerstein in Hollywood inviting you to join us as we salute one of the most prolific and talented composers of our times, my very dear friend, Sigmund Romberg. And this is Ed Herlihy in New York, whose pleasant task it will be to chat transcribed with Oscar Hammerstein in Hollywood about the music of Sigmund Romberg, and with you, our audience, listen to the thrilling music of Romberg. we do anything else, I think we'd better check our line to Hollywood. Come in, Oscar Hammerstein. Hello, Ed, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm happy to be a part of this salute to the late, great Sigmund Romberg. I think, Ed, rather than to say anything further with this time, I'd like to listen to some of his wonderful music. All right, Oscar. How about Softly as in the Morning Sunrise from the New Moon, with words by Oscar Hammerstein, with the Robert Shaw Chorale and Eric Matson tenor.
It was my good fortune to be the announcer on the NBC series An Evening with Romberg some years ago, and I got to know him fairly well. However, you were perhaps closer to Romberg than anyone else. Oscar, would you begin by giving us a little of the early background on Sigmund Romberg? Romberg, or Romy as I can call him more easily, as he was a very close friend of mine, Romy came to America some 45 years ago from his native Hungary. He had completed an engineering course at Bucharest University and had visions of spanning our broad rivers with majestic bridges. His story reads like a plot from Horatio Alger. On his arrival in America, he found that engineers here were a dime a dozen. For a while, Romberg worked in a pencil factory for $7 a week. Finally, he turned to his avocation, music, in order to earn a livelihood. He wound up in a... Gypsy Cafe in New York's Lower East Side as a pianist for a Cigoyna Maestro for $15 a week and all the goulash he could eat. <laughs> and here's a wonderful example of that music that he created, Oscar. One Kiss from the New Moon with Genevieve Rowe to sing it.
Well, was he working for goulash long, Oscar? Sigmund Romberg spent five years in the atmosphere of red checkered tablecloths and rather pungent kitchen odors until he was rescued by the Schuberts. The Schuberts were hard-pressed for composers on their Broadway production line. They commissioned Romberg to write the music for a Winter Garden review, The Whirl of the World. On a night in January in the year 1914, The Whirl of the World opened in New York. This was to be the first of some 40 shows Romberg was to write for the Schuberts. Shows which starred the greatest entertainers of an era. Al Jolson, John Charles Thomas, Ed Wynn, the Dolly Sisters, Clifton Webb, Nora Bays, Willie and Eugene Howard, and a host of others. All of whom have undoubtedly waltzed to the Blossom Time waltzes with music adapted from melodies of Franz Schubert and Heinrich Verte by Romberg.
Please, Oscar Hammerstein, I'm all ears, as I know our audience must be for you, Romberg's close friend, to continue with his amazing story. What makes the Romberg story more amazing is the fact that these Schubert productions represent only half of Romy's total output, which stands at 79 musicals in which more than 2,000 songs have been incorporated. Well, here's one of Romberg's songs whose lyrics you didn't write, Oscar Hammerstein. This is a song that most college boys in America have adapted to their own use in one way or another. The drinking song from Student Prince. The words were written by Dorothy Donnelly, incidentally, and is to be sung for us by Eric Matson Tenor and with the Robert Shaw Chorale. I know you've written many things with Rami, Oscar, but I-, I can't seem to recall the first. The first show I wrote with Rami was in 1926, The Desert Song. Book and lyrics by Otto Harbach, Frank Mandel, and myself. Co-starred Vivian Siegel and Robert Halliday. When I first started to work with Rami, I was... Well, he had me scared. He was such a hard worker, and I would come up to his suite at the Marie Antoinette Hotel... 
and submit a lyric which I had set to his, one of his melodies, he would play it and say it fits, that's all. That's the best praise I ever got from him. I learned later that he meant a lot by that. It meant more than it, that the words fit the music, but that they fit the spirit and mood of his music. And after he would say it fits, he'd say, here's another, and send me into the next room to write it. I fell for this for the first few weeks, and I got to know him better. I protested and went home to write. But he liked to, he tried to keep me under lock and key to get as many lyrics from me as he could in a week. <laughs> well, we're all glad that he did, Oscar. Right now, I'm going to play a medley of my favorite Bromberg Hammerstein songs. They're all from the Desert Song, and the first is to be sung by Lawrence Brooks and Lillian Cornell. It's the title song.
That was the title song from the Desert Song. And here's another hit from that great show. One of the greatest romantic ballads of all time. One Alone, to be sung by Lawrence Brooks with the Robert Shaw Chorale. a desert breeze I may wander where I please Yet I keep on longing Just to rest a while Where a sweetheart's tender eyes Takes the place of sand and skies All the world forgotten In one woman's smile Now the stirring and thrilling riff song. Warren Galjur is the singer with the Robert Shaw Chorale. Man. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. 
over the ground. There comes a sound. It is the drum, drum, drum of hoofbeats in the sand. Quiver with fear if you are near. It is the thunder of the shadow and his band. And all who plunder learn to understand the cry of hope. So we sing as we are riding home. It's the time you best be hiding low. It means the rips are abroad. Go before you've bitten the sword. Oh, that's the sound that comes to warn you so. In the night or early morn, you know. If you're the red shadow's foe, the rips will strike with the blow that bring you woe. Favorite medley from the Desert Song. You are listening to A Salute to Sigmund Romberg with our host in Hollywood, Oscar Hammerstein. We'll be back with another half hour after this pause for station identification. This is Ed Hurleyhe in New York, inviting you to the second half of NBC's Salute to Sigmund Romberg, one of the greatest and most prolific composers of all time. Oscar Hammerstein is our host in Hollywood. And now to start the proceedings in this, our second half, 
Here is Lawrence Brooks with the Robert Shaw Chorale to sing from the new moon, Stout-Hearted Men. Oscar Hammerstein, as you know, friends, was a close personal friend of Sigmund Romberg and wrote so many of the beautiful lyrics to Rami's songs. So, Oscar, out there in Hollywood, please continue. What kind of man was Romberg personally? Sigmund Romberg was sentimental and he was never ashamed of it. When Rami made his mark in America, he returned to Hungary to visit his father and mother. Naturally, his parents asked him to play some of his music for them. He begged off, saying he was too tired, not in the mood, and offering various excuses. This went on for several days. Then one afternoon, a carriage drove up to the door, and Sigmund invited his father and mother to accompany him to the town's concert hall. Rami's parents were met at the entrance by the manager who escorted them to the two best seats in the house. On the stage, they saw a 60-piece orchestra. Yet they were the only two people in the entire house. A fanfare brought their son out of the wings, 
Rami, baton in hand, bowed to his mother and father, faced the orchestra, and conducted a two-hour concert of his American successes. When the last notes faded away, he bowed to his audience of two and left the stage with the tears streaming down his face. Oh, my. Only that kind of man could write a song like this, Oscar. Here's the serenade from Student Prince, and we're going to have Stuart Churchill sing it with the Robert Shaw Chorale.
Could we ask you about Romberg's private life, Oscar? To write so many love songs, he certainly must have been in love. Romy's romance with Lillian was a beautiful and also somewhat amusing story. It's told very well in the picture that's about to come out called Deep in My Heart, which is the life story of Romy and includes all his better-known compositions. At the time he met Lillian, he was working in the Adirondacks with Al Jolson, Buddy De Silva, and Harold Ott Attridge on Jolson's new musical, Bumbo. The four men made a pact not to shave until their songs, jokes, and sketches were all written. It was at this time he first met Lillian Harris, who happened to be vacationing in the vicinity. Uh, needless to say, the unshaven Romberg did not make a very good first impression. Later on, after he'd made some headway with Lillian and her conservative family, uh, or so he thought he had, he sent them opening night tickets of the first artists and models he composed. They attended the opening, but they didn't last. They walked out in the middle of the first act. It was a girly show and a rather sophisticated one, and the Harris family was shocked. It, was, it wasn't until the following year, uh, after Romberg first set out to win Lillian Harris, that her parents consented to their marriage. By this time, Romberg's student prince had captured the hearts of Americans. And mine, too. One of my favorites from that beautiful production, Oscar, is Deep in My Heart. From the student prince, and we're going to ask Genevieve Rowe to sing it with Lawrence Brooks.
something about the creation of the shows themselves, Oscar Hammerstein. Shows like, uh, old Funny Face and Rosalie and The New Moon. Now, this took place in the Roaring Twenties. George and Ira were writing Funny Face and collaborating with Romberg on Rosalie. And at this time, I was working with him on The New Moon. Just to further complicate matters, I, in turn, was busily engaged with Jerry Kern on Showboat. Here we were, all with our own major works and all collaborating on another show. By the strangest coincidence, all three shows had their out-of-town openings on the same night, I think, but in three different cities. As a closing footnote, I'm happy to add this, that all three musicals were box office successes. Well, naturally. With songs like this next one that I'm going to play, Oscar. Lover, Come Back to Me from the New Moon. Lillian Cornell will sing it with the Robert Shaw Chorale.
Now, here's a song from a Romberg hit in my time. I was working with Romy at the time that he wrote up in Central Park. And I'd like to play for you now one of my favorites from that hit show. We'll have Gene Carlton and Larry Douglas sing Close as Pages in a Book.
the strongest book is bound. We're born to love. Your life is my life, and while I beat away in my heart, my heart will beat with your heart. We'll be close as pages in a book. It seems to me, Oscar, that our hour with the music of Romberg has just about flown by. So it has, Ed. For the remaining minutes, I wonder if you'd do me a favor. I'd like to hear a song I had the pleasure of writing with Rami, which happens to be one of my own particular favorites, When I Grow Too Old to Dream. Well, that's strange, Oscar. It just so happens we intended to use that number as our closer. But before we do, uh, I'd like to surprise you with something. We've just received a telegram for you from Mrs. Sigmund Romberg. It says, Dear Oscar, my heartfelt thanks for acting as host on this program saluting my husband. Sigmund always said composers, being mere mortals, live for just a little while. The mark of a great composer is the fact that his music is remembered long after he has passed on. Thanks again for a wonderful program honoring his music. He was a fine man, a perfect husband, and I hope the passing years will prove a truly great composer. Signed, Mrs. Sigmund Romberg. Well, I don't think you or I have any doubts about that, have we, Oscar Hammerstein? So let's play your favorite Romberg song now, When I Grow Too Old to Dream.
The National Broadcasting Company has just brought you their hour-long program, Salute to Sigmund Romberg. Before we say goodnight, let's have a closing word or two from our host, Oscar Hammerstein. Thank you, Ed. I enjoyed talking about Sigmund Romberg and listening to his music. I trust that all who heard our salute enjoyed it, too. I'm sure they did, Oscar. Good night, Ed, and good night to our unseen audience. Good night, Oscar. You have just heard a transcribed salute to Sigmund Romberg. Our host was Oscar Hammerstein, who spoke to you from Hollywood, and this is Ed Hurleyhe in New York. There's Western Adventure tonight with Dr. Six Gun over most NBC radio stations. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.